You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hello, Merv. Hey, 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 AP. Back a couple weeks ago, now it's hard to remember things past the Rag by Route announcement, but do you remember in mid-January we went to Fort Collins and announced the Ride the Rockies route? Of course. I thought Fort Collins was so cool, and being a part of Ride the Rockies was equally as cool. Yes, it was completely epic. The New Belgium Brewery where we had the event was the perfect place for the gathering, um, and they're a ride sponsored this year along with Flexential and Primal. So it was cool to have all three together together. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In this whole episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Ride the Rockies. I'm sure people have heard of it before. We've had many podcasts about Ride the Rockies. But yeah. do you want to, should we talk about it a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Ride the Rockies is one of the events that we work on. I love working for Ride the Rockies. It's such a privilege. It's just as cool as working on Ragbri, and it's something this is only our second year so we're just still jumping into the pool on this one and it's just so much fun because it's so different than what I had ever done in the past it's a six-day bike tour in Colorado but it's in the Rocky Mountains so the route and the views are just spectacular and it does have a similar vibe to Ragbri, but it has obviously way more elevation it has the mountains and you really need to train for this one. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I was lucky to um, go out and drive the route for social media last year, and I even got to ride a few days, and that elevation is no joke. I know. Yeah, for us Flatlanders, yeah. you always have to get up there an extra day to just sort of get used to the elevation, but right. totally doable, a huge blast. Um, if you're interested, the ride this year takes place from June 11th through 16th. So a nice early summer ride. It start both starts and ends in Fort Collins near the New Belgium Brewery. So it makes transportation super easy. Yeah. So the route is different each year, kind of like Ragbri. And yeah. this year, riders get to go through Rocky Mountain National Park, like through the park, which yeah. I think is a really unique opportunity because everyone was super pumped about it. Yeah. And for those of you who aren't from Colorado. I don't know a lot about Colorado and maybe Sarah will talk about this a little bit in the interview, but it's difficult to get access to the Rocky mountain national park as a bike ride. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of hard work to pull this off. So it's going to be a really special year this year. And even more special because you and I get to go and help out this year. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we'll be doing social media again and helping out Sabra Nagel, who is the new ride director. Yes, and by the way, Sabra is our interview today. Woohoo! Yay! So she joins the team as ride director and comes with many years of organized bike events. She's going to tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and so she lives in Colorado. She knows Colorado like the back of her hand, and she is just so fun to get to know. I can't wait for you all to get to know her like we've been able to get to know her over the last couple of weeks because she's so awesome, and she's going to be perfect as the Ride the Rockies tour director. And she's from Iowa. Yeah, that's right. She's from Glenwood. Yeah. Um, but she's lived in Colorado for a long time, so she's a pro yes. there. So, Okay, well, let's listen to Sabra and more about Ride the Rockies. 
All right, I would like to welcome Sabra Nagel to the podcast. Hey, Sabra. Hi, Murph. How are you? I'm good. I have had the great opportunity to meet Sabra. Um, and gosh, I've seen you several times in the last couple weeks, even though we live in different states. Yeah, it's been kind of a whirlwind with all these events that have been announced in the last three weeks. It's been awesome. Yeah, and um, AP and I were just um, talking about this episode and about Ride the Rockies specifically, and um, I'll tell you some of the great things we said about Ride the Rockies, but first I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that you are the new Ride the Rockies ride director. That's true. Yes, I came on board on January 13th, so it was pretty much right into it, which is great. I like to be keeping busy. Yeah. So, yeah. And like Andrea and I were saying in our intro, um, we got to come to the Ride the Rockies route announcement party, so we got to meet you in person and just see the energy, because um, it's very similar to Ragbri in that every year the route is a little bit different, and it's Colorado. Like, Maybe you don't get as excited about mountains anymore, but oh my gosh, I absolutely loved being part of this event last year. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, Murph, when I, you know, because I'm from Iowa, I grew up in Iowa, so I spent a lot of time in Colorado as a kid. And whenever I go back to Glenwood, where I grew up to see my parents, as, a, as I'm driving down 76 and heading towards the mountains, when the front range finally comes into view, I still get a thrill. Do you? you know, yeah. It just, yeah, I do. And even every time I go out, say, 470, you know, couple, three miles and, and look up and see the front range. Because I actually live sort of in the mountains, so I don't get to see those white peaks unless I drive east and then come back west. And, ah. and it's it's always quite a thrill. Um, so since we kind of alluded to it, tell the listeners where you do live and kind of maybe what... I think you're way up remote, but is there cycling culture there? Um, yeah, so I live outside of Littleton up in what we call the Front Range or the foothills of the Front Range. And um, the cycling culture is huge, and it's huge year-round. I mean, I drove out yesterday on an errand, and, and um, it was 23 degrees, and I passed five cyclists headed oh, wow. up the road that I live on. Yeah. So um, it's it's pretty much a year-round thing out here. and. The only time you don't see bikes on the road or when, you know, it's right after a fresh snow and there's just too much uh, sand and gravel still down. And they're probably all skiing. That too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, the Just Go Bike podcast is primarily, you know, about ragbri. So you did say that you're from Iowa, so we should probably give a shout out to your roots, right? Glenwood, Iowa? Yeah. Yeah, Glenwood, Iowa. Yeah, I've had um, many generations of my family uh, farmed around Glenwood, Iowa, and my parents still live out there. So I get back quite frequently to see them. Yeah. And I tell you, it it was a great treat to be out at the Ragbri announcement party last weekend. Um, it really made me homesick. It was just great seeing all those awesome Iowan people and. There were a lot of people from other states too. But oh, for sure, yeah. It's a real, it's a real family community. Yes, I agree, and I, I also felt that with Ride the Rockies. So, um, let's get into Ride the Rockies. All right. Sure. So, like I mentioned, the route changes a little bit every year. Um, I am a huge fan of the route this year, but it's from a different level than you because I'm not from Colorado. But it's just like like what Andrea and I were talking about, pedaling through Rocky Mountain National Park is going to be, 
going to be crazy cool. So do you want to just give us some high level of the route this year? It's going to be a varying route, which is really nice because if you've been to Colorado, you know that, you know, depending on where you are, the views are different, which sounds Mm. silly, but you know, we're starting in Fort Collins, which is all about kind of the red rocks and the pant, the um, flat irons Mm -hmm. and which are more towards Boulder, but you know, just red, terrain and then as we go up big thompson canyon it it closes in but it's an old historic um canyon that used to be my absolute favorite drive whenever my mom and i would come out to colorado in the summertime yeah we we would all the way across nebraska we'd just be looking forward to big thompson canyon it was just so cool with all the little cabins and stuff and i haven't been up there for years so Mm -hmm. i'm really excited about that and then you know of course Estes Park is the gateway to the Rocky Mountain National Park and that yeah and that climb and that day is just going to be amazing just from you know all the views you'll see and and um and the hundreds of miles you'll be able to see weather permitting which we know it's going to be great weather because I've ordered it for that week oh good thank you for that (laughs) you're welcome um but yeah we're going to have some great canyon climbs we're going to go over two really big passes we're going to have you know, visit a bunch of really iconic, fantastic Colorado towns. And we're just going to make it a really fun time for all of our participants this year. And, you know, I spoke of the whole Rocky Mountain National Park segment. That's a pretty unique or like that took some effort to get that to happen, right? Yeah, it definitely did. Um, You know, anytime you go into federal lands, the permitting process is pretty extensive. Mm -hmm. The the conditions that they have for us to, to do that ride that day are pretty extensive. And, you know, we're going to get a really early start that day. So we'll be out ahead of the traffic. It is on a Tuesday, which will help. Um, but it'll be a real treat just because, you know, we'll, we, we have some rules we have to follow. Like you're going to have to ride single mile that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll still have great places to stop with good overlooks and, um, you know, a really good view of the canyon, a much better view than if you're in a car doing 35 miles an hour, which I think is the posted speed limit throughout the park. So, And it's um, just such a unique opportunity to do it on a bicycle, mm -hmm. right? Yes, it is. Yeah, as a group. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can ride your bike through there anytime, but to go as a group and to have support on the way up the climb and then um, on the way down and, and stuff is definitely a really unique thing. Oh, wow. I'm excited for it. And this route, you know, when I look through the history, because Ride the Rockies has been around for a long time, it seems mm-hmm. shorter than most years. Was that intentional? Yes, I think it. I, I think this year was kind of a reset. Um, with Ventures Endurance taking over the ride last year, you know, they're trying to get a feel for the culture of Colorado is my feeling. And oh, so yeah. Having shorter routes this year will give us a chance to reach out to some of those people who've always kind of thought, wow, ride the Rockies, it'd be great, but six days on a bike in the mountains, I don't know if I can do that. You know, well, you can do that this year. There's no problem there at all. And then we're going into some really classic towns in Colorado, and that means that you're going to get have the time to see the towns, meet the people, dig into the culture. I mean, there's going to be activities everywhere, and so it, it's just really going to be a fun year. And, and every Ride the Rockies, it's always 
about more than just the biking part of it. But I think based on what you just said, this is the year that, you know, the ride is really going to showcase Colorado and all the things that Colorado offers besides just being in the saddle of a bicycle. Yeah, that's very true. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working with all the towns to bring in unique experiences. Um, and, and we're really early in the planning period on that. So, you know, I don't have a lot of details yet, but we're going to make sure there's bands. We're going to try and do, you know, maybe a movie night. We'll, you know, Grand Lake, you'll be able to take a paddle boat out on Grand Lake and paddle around after your ride. Um, Winter Park is welcoming you. And if Mother Nature permits, we'll have the resort open. So there'll be activities up at the resort that people can do. So, um, yeah, it's the the towns are really going to open their doors wide and welcome the riders and and make sure that they have lots to do that, you know, that'll give them a taste of what's out here. So people will want to come back. I I think it's important to note, though, that there will be elevation and, you know, something um, back to the Ride the Rockies route announcement. um, I was the one kind of promoting the different communities and the mileage each day. And I would be like, and today we're going to do this many thousand feet of climb. And I was like kind of blown away. And then it was funny after that, um, you know, when people were just kind of, you know, roaming around talking, I kind of got made fun of like, it's obvious you are not from Colorado because that's not very steep. I'm like, well, for a first-time rider, I think it will still be an aggressive ride. Yeah, no, it, it will be. And I do remember that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, but, um, yeah you know, there's there's big elevation every day. But the thing, you know, years ago I rode my bike on part of the transcontinental trails. You know, they used to have those books that you could buy, and they were maps of how cyclists went across the United States. And we rode across Missouri and we ran into tons of people who rode Missouri all the time. And they said, this is killing me. You know, the Rockies were easier than riding in Missouri because even though you've got long climbs, they, they, they're very gradual. So they may have a good pitch here and there, but you just keep climbing and then you have great descents. But, you know, when you're in places like Iowa and Missouri, those hills up and down and up and down, they will rip the legs off of you. So I think you'll find that Colorado is, is um, harder and easier all at the same time. Yeah. You get it over with in one, you know, you suffer one big mountain climb or one big pass climb and then smooth sailing into the next town. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I do encourage people to come out a few days early just to acclimate themselves, you know, come out, bring your bikes, ride around Fort Collins, and then maybe drive up into the mountains a little bit, get some higher altitude, go mm-hmm. for a nice walk, and then come back down. And if you spend a couple of days acclimating, you'll find that, you know, by the time we head over the, the Trail Ridge Road in the Rocky Mountain National Park, you'll be feeling pretty good about the altitude. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as ride director, what sort of role do you play? I mean, obviously you do all of the planning, but do you want to give us some details? Sure. Um scarily i'm the face of ride the rockies so um scarily scarily yeah (laughs) that's the nice thing about a podcast i have a face for radio um so um i'll be working with all the towns is pretty much my role and you know the agencies along the way but mostly with the towns to develop the entertainment and the food and just you know what all's happening and then of course you know, I'll be driving the routes several times. 
and praying that, you know, we get Trail Mountain Road open on Memorial Day weekend so I can drive it at least a couple of times before the event. But oh, I never even drive... thought of that, that yeah. it's a lot of those passes are probably like snowed in right now. Yeah, that's oh, definitely, wow. that's one of them. They, they close down, you know, usually sometime mid-October and then they, their goal every year is to get it open by Memorial Day weekend. So we're going to hope that they're get their goal this year yeah and generally i'm at another bike event in gunnison colorado during that weekend and it's always and gunnison is much further south but it's always been you know in the 80s that weekend so i think we'll be in good shape Ooh, nice. So, okay yeah um my goal is is the whole rider experience so i want to make sure that the riders have a great experience that the staff and crew have a great experience that all our volunteers are having the time of their lives and, and that it's safe, you know, that, sure. that the routes are, are, you know, well-marked. If there's any hazards in the road to the best of our ability, we make sure we point those out. Um, and lots of communication. I plan on communicating, communicating, communicating yeah. with the riders. Yeah. Well, I have seen it firsthand and you probably have as well, but describe like a typical day for the riders. I mean, um, you know, everyone listening knows what RAGBRAI is about. You know, you get up, a lot of people leave town, pack up, you know, 6 or 7 a.m., and they ride all day long. Like, they might not get into town till 3 or 4. But I feel like Ride the Rockies is a little bit different because of the route. I mean, you're going over big passes, lots of climbing. So do you want to describe a typical day for a Ride the Rocky rider? Well, you kind of stole my oh. opening line there. But... <laughs> Well, you can say it again. Everyone can hear it a second time. Um, well, yeah, a typical day, you know, you're still going to get up early. Um, you need to drop your luggage, you know, depending on whether you're staying at a hotel or whether you're camping, you need to drop your luggage at the luggage truck or at the front desk. And um, and then you basically ride your bike. You know, we'll have between two and five rest stops along the route. that will give you a chance to get some water and, and a little bit of nutrition to keep going and you know, because the rides are a little shorter, there's no reason to hurry. You right. know, I know that at Ragbri sometimes there is a concern that um, that you you might not get into town till late if you don't keep moving. But you know, you, this will you'll be able to to not panic and take your time, especially on some of those climbs. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll be able to just enjoy yourself. So obviously, you know, they take their time, enjoy all the views and all that good stuff. And this specific route, um, the riders will be camping in the same spot at least at least uh, a couple of days, right? Yeah, that's really true. So um, we're starting in Fort Collins. And depending on whether you come in on Friday or Saturday, you might spend a couple of days in Fort Collins. And then Sunday, we'll roll out from Fort Collins up to Estes Park, and we'll spend two days in Estes Park, which will be really nice. Yeah, um, so then you can leave your camp or your hotel, you know, set up the same. Yeah, nice. exactly. Exactly, yeah. And then as we go over to Grand Lake, some people will be staying two nights in um, either Fraser or Granby, which isn't that far from Grand Lake. And a few people, I think, are actually going to go to Winter Park mm. and stay, so they'll be able to keep in those locations for two nights as well because there's not a huge amount of distance between them mm -hmm. and we'll make sure that we have shuttles arranged and stuff so that they can get back to the venue at Grand Lake and then of course they'll be in Winter Park the next day yeah. so um, that'll be really nice 
because I do enjoy not having to pack up my tent every day. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings me to the next question. Um, You know, Ragbri is primarily a camping event. And of course, a lot of people choose to, you know, bring their RVs or, you know, do something different. But what's the style of most Ride the Rockies riders? Are they camping or hoteling? They're pretty much hoteling. We have about... Yeah, we have about 20% that camp, but most of the people hit hotels every night. So, you know, I think that's really nice because it's, you know, I know when I did Ragbri, my hiney was sore and the ground was hard and, yes. you know, <laughs> it was still a blast. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but there were a couple of days there when I, a soft bed would have been a nice thing to have. So, so yeah, you can definitely, you know, pick to work with Summit Cycling Experience and and have an elevated camping experience, or you can bring your own tent and have us take it from time, town to town and you set it up, or you can pick one of the many, many hotel offerings that we've got out there on the Ride the Rockies website. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. So if I am registered for Ride the Rockies, but I'm not a good camper, I can go to your website and find out different hotel options or um, you, what company did you mention? Uh, Summit Cycling Solutions. Summit Cycling Solutions. So all of that's available yeah. for um, for me to look at on the website, right? Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. easy. Okay, good. Well, any major challenges that you think riders will face this year? Uh, yeah, I think they'll be spending so much time admiring the Colorado beauty, they'll forget to ride their bike. <laughs> but, you know. I can tell you the day that I rode... Uh, on the route, I definitely stopped a lot to take photographs. It was just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's, that's going to be a challenge for sure. And, and then obviously, as we've talked about the climbs up trail Ridge and we haven't mentioned Bertha pass, but that's the day out of winter park. That's definitely going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said earlier, the grades are steady. They're just really long. And, and then I think the other challenge everybody's going to have is, drinking all the Colorado craft beer Um, (laughs) because we have breweries everywhere in this state. So, you know, um, bar hopping shouldn't be a problem anywhere you go. Excellent. And not to mention New Belgium Brewery is your start and end location, right? For Collins. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. The New Belgium's being a great partner and, and they have great beer. So um, it's good. I'm looking forward to that part. It's going to be fun. Wow, I'm excited. Well, before we go, will you maybe like give the listeners, you know, you're now Ride the Rockies Ride Director, but I know that you've had tons of other experiences with cycling events. Do you want to share a few? Sure. Yeah, I've done everything from just being a member of the crew and putting, you know, the signage out on the road so that everybody knows where they're going all the way up to you know, having someone call and say, hey, we want to do a Grand Fondo in Pasadena. Can you put it together? So, you know, I've got experience with all the races that used to happen in the United States, the, you know, Amgen Tour of California and uh, Tour of Missouri, the U.S. Pro Cycling Challenge in Colorado. Those were all great experiences. And then I worked for um, the Giro d'Italia for mm-hmm. RJS Media doing the, and I put on Grand Fondos for them in Beverly Hills, Pasadena, Miami, um, Philadelphia. So some really cool cities to work in. Challenging cities, but very, really fun. 
And um, and then I had the honor of um, putting together the Ride for Remembrance, which was commemorating the 100th anniversary of the Armenian Genocide. Oh, wow. And yeah, we started at the um, Armenian Consulate in L.A. and rode all the way to the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. Wow, that's a cross country. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> it was it was it was really fun. I mean, those and those are all like um, pretty intense events. I mean, as far as volume of riders and the planning and all of that stuff that goes into it. Yeah, that one was very intense because they gave me like four months to put it together. <laughs> and, you know, and we had people flying in and out from all different locations because only three riders rode every leg of it. And so uh. I think it was three. And so I had to figure out how to get them safely across a whole lot of states. Right. Um, and the biggest challenge actually was when we got to the east and, you know, I think it was the Ohio River. There's only a few bridges that are bike friendly to get across the Ohio. So we had to go clear up to Wheeling, West Virginia and then drop back down to D.C. So oh, it was interesting. Yeah. So when... and I misspoke. It was called A Race for Recognition. Sorry. A Race for LA Recognition. D... Yeah, L.A. to D.C., A Race for Recognition. Okay. All right. And planning all of these events, you know, there's so many parts to even a one-day ride. So, like, what would you say you focus on the most? I mean, or are there many mosts? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I focus on the most is safety, 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 because that's my biggest concern. You know, I want everybody to get on their bike, have a great day, and arrive at their destination happy, healthy, and hungry, you know, but after that, of course, I want it to be a fun, interesting, engaging ride. Yeah. You know, I want the course to have something for everybody so that um, you're not just on your bike um, staring at trees all day long or, you know, or, right. or out across the plains. And even then, as long as you throw a cow out there occasionally, I'm a happy person. But <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's funny because I did, I rode my bike across the United States last year and I, I, I laughed every time I had to delete a photo of a cow, like in my camera or in my phone. I was like, why am I taking pictures of cows this whole time? I'm from Iowa. I don't need 70 pictures of cows. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. You just, you need something different. You know, it's like the other day I was driving through Colorado and, um, in the South Park area, which is kind of southwest of me. And there was this absolutely gorgeous white buffalo standing on this knoll. And oh. it's like, you know, I mean, it's just that those are the kind of things we look for. Just something unexpected to suddenly pop out and, yeah. and catch your attention. So, you know, that's you know, my my next purpose or my next um, focus when I'm trying to plan a ride. And then, of course, I want it to end up in a destination that's going to be interesting, obviously. You know, I think people are really going to enjoy our stay at McGregor Ranch at Estes Park. And uh, hopefully we can get some entertainment put together out there as well as in the town. And, and, you know, that's just going to carry through that for the whole rest of the trip, just making sure that you have a great ride and then a, a great um, experience when you're done that day. Yeah. And like you men mentioned, with um, a little bit less mileage each day, the riders will really get the opportunity to, you know, slow down, see all that, 
well, you've set up as far as a route goes, you know, all that Colorado offers. And then, like you said, all the, what these communities are going to be setting up for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, you know, every community I've talked to is extremely excited about having ride the Rockies. So, yeah. and that's, that makes all the difference in the world, the community engagement. Um, we really want to make it a partnership. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. Well, tell the listeners how they can get registered or at least find out more information about ride the Rockies. www.ridetherockies.com. And um, there's a ton of information on the website for you, and you can register there and to get all your questions answered. And if you have other questions that we haven't answered in the FAQs, just shoot off an email to info at ridetherockies.com, and one of us on the team will get back to you. Excellent. Well, Sabra, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I'm really excited to, you know, as we progress, like we should have you on again and you can talk about, you know, the entertainment you have set up and the routes and all that good stuff. That'd be fantastic. I'd love to do that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Murph. Listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!